Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio, supported by Real World at reelworld.com and Trafficast. Enhance your drive time commuter relationships with a Traffic Karma mobile app. Launching soon. Market exclusive broadcast partnerships available. For details, please email info at trafficcast.com. That's Trafficast, one word with two C's in the middle. Brandwick on demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. I heard somebody who sounds like you on the radio say, in L.A., you got to win. Right. Well, that's an iffy proposition. You know, the, the most honest answer I can give you is I don't wake up in the morning thinking like, hmm, how can I be number one DJ? It's not like that. I, I like listening to the radio well, whenever I can, really. Like, during work, it makes time pass really fast. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second-generation broadcaster and media strategist David Martin and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach Kipper McGee. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand. Today we're talking about engaging with listeners across platforms, Kipper. Yeah, and we've got somebody who's been at the forefront of that since day one. I mean, most of us have had some sort of radio station as a kid, maybe a fake record player and mic in our bedroom, or some actually transmitted it. Well, this one was using streaming before streaming was cool, and it was profitable. Think about it, a high school kid hiring the top pros in the market and making money. That led to joining one of the top consulting firms in the industry. You gotta check out his bio. And now our guest is so into the future, he's named his company after it, Futuri Media. Founder and CEO Daniel Anstandig. Welcome to Brand With On Demand. Thanks very much. Daniel, you've mentioned radio's three microphones. Would you mind giving us an overview of that? Yeah, so one of the one of the philosophies that we talk about a lot is that, you know, if we were, again, this whole idea of how would we operate if radio were invented after digital, mobile, social, et cetera, um, we, would, we would think about our stations as though we live on multiple platforms. So we would train our personalities and any one of our content developers to talk into multiple microphones. So the way that we talk about this with our partners is that if you imagine that every station has three microphones, a microphone for your broadcast content, a microphone for your digital platforms, and a microphone for your social platforms, you would make sure that everybody on your content team has a skill set and an awareness of how to use each microphone and that they have a strategy for when to use it and, and how. And right now, most stations only talk out of one of those microphones every hour or every day, the broadcast mic. So they're really good at, you know, producing content that goes out over the air. But then the digital and social microphones or platforms are afterthoughts. And both, you know, all three of these microphones work in different ways. Just to define them a little further, you know, the on-air mic, I think we all get. The digital microphone is the is the platform that uh, you own. So your mobile apps uh, your station website, uh, any any of your owned and operated digital properties. And then the third microphone, the social mic, is your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram feeds, and so on. So how are you using each of these microphones every hour to really engage your audience and doing it in a way that fits with that microphone's uh, approach? Uh, you know, on a digital platform, your owned and operated properties, you may have a totally different approach to uh, you know, putting content through that mic than you would on your social platform. 
And you might also be thinking about how to leverage content that you've created for one of these microphones into the other. So uh, as an example, we created a, a system that we call Post that takes your broadcast content and makes it shareable into the social and digital platforms. So if you're on the air, you do a, you're on a, a morning show where you do a, a break that you feel is really shareable and uh, fun and interesting. It may be a benchmark that your morning show or afternoon show does, or it may just be an interesting caller or something uh, you know, kind of fun and spontaneous that happened on the air. Our post system is built to uh, have to make it possible for you to take that content and with basically hitting one easy button in the studio, taking that content and moving it over to your station website and onto all of your social platforms, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, if you're at iHeart, we actually post it on the iHeart platform and as well uh, into the iTunes platform for stations that want to syndicate uh, into that world. So, you know, this three microphone strategy is about making sure that we're using, we're distributing our content across all of them and not only thinking of ourselves as on-air AM or FM broadcasters. Daniel, one of the many areas you focus on is what you call real-time prep. How does that work? So we built a system called Topic Pulse uh, about three years ago that scans Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and over 100,000 news sources uh, to detect what's trending in your local market with your target demo in real time. And the whole idea for this really came about from a young group of software engineers working in our company who are radio fans, but who came to notice that the same thing that they heard about on, on the air in Afternoon Drive were topics that they already heard about on Morning Drive or they already knew about from Facebook uh, during the day, which of course does beg the question, why were they on Facebook at work? But mm -hmm. probably a whole separate conversation. But the, but but they they came to uh, to a meeting one day and said, look, we we think if we could get our hands on the full output from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you know start to build a system that could ingest uh, thousands of news sources, we could stay on top of content much faster than any radio station or TV station in the market. So we hired uh, a group of developers, a data scientist, a uh, number of, uh, of high-level uh, data-oriented, data big data consultants. Uh, and over the years, we've developed this system that can take all of this data from social media, uh, break it into discrete topics, and then show a talent or a newsroom at a TV station or even a politician going into a local market what's trending with their target demo in that market so that they're most relevant in the moment to their target audience. Um, and Topic Pulse you know, has taught us a lot about social media. I, you know, One of the things that we find really interesting is that the average topic on social only lasts four to six hours. So if you are doing show prep, if you still do show prep, your, your prep is out of date by the time you get on the air. If you're at 8 o'clock at night figuring out what you're going to talk about at 6 a.m., by the time you go on the air, your audience has already heard about it. So it really puts the pressure on us, I think, in the industry, if you're developing content or if you're an air talent, to have a personal editorial position on, on the topic you're, you're talking about on the air. And if you don't have a unique angle or something unique to say about it, it really kind of, uh, you know, you're almost better off not talking about it because your audience already has all the facts or the details about, mm -hmm. about that particular topic. But it also, what Topic Pulse has also shown us is that 
there is a certain science to getting your way into a social conversation. And it really has to do with the keywords you use, the hashtags you use, the way you talk about certain topics in your posts on social media. You have to be somewhat strategic about it and not just post without a strategy or without some awareness of how people are talking about a particular topic. Here's an example. Um, if you were talking about the presidential election or there was a particular angle, the Trump tape, uh, or you were talking about the uh, the debate, which happened recently, uh, you might – you in our system, we're specifically looking for hashtags and keywords that are a central part of that topic or that thread of conversation. And we know that if you use those keywords or hashtags, you're more likely to actually uh, result in joining that conversation online and getting shares uh, retweets and joining the conversation. So uh, what we've what we're tracking is how people are actually engaging in certain conversations uh, through uh, through social media, how they're engaging in certain topics, how long those topics are lasting, and kind of the same way you might have a buy sell hold system for stocks, having that same type of system for topics that you might put on the air. Great stuff, Daniel. Hey, coming up, Daniel sticks around to explore things they usually don't tell you during the job interview that maybe you should ask. And we'd love to hear from you. Email show at brandwithondemand.com or give us a call, 802-489-7739. If it's one of those days, just call 802-489-SPEW. Coming up. What they didn't tell you at the job interview. Brandwith On Demand. Keep up with what the hottest stations are doing. Replay Radio will schedule and record any streaming radio station or show automatically. And the integrated media guide makes it easy to add a station or show with a single click. Try Replay Radio free by clicking their ad at BrandwithOnDemand.com. Exploring media evolution in real time. Brandwith On Demand. Daniel, what would you say people need to remember about job interviews? You know, the thing that maybe you should ask. So my biggest question would be, what does success look like? In other words, how do we know when to pop the cork? When do we know that we've succeeded here and that I have done what you hired me to do? Because in a lot of cases, there are big dreams and big ideas about what a position uh, or what a person can do in an organization. And, and oftentimes, when you're interviewing for a job, the job description is built out of a list of frustrations that they had with the person who was in that role before you. So I would get really specific about what does success look like? How do we know when to pop the cork? How do I know that I'm really succeeding here? What does that look like to you? So you know exactly what you would be striving for if you take the job. Dave, what about you? Oh, I would say that uh, Daniel hit it. It's all about expectations, knowing them and knowing what success looks like, smells like, feels like. And once you've defined the win, I've learned to ask, would they like to win or are they committed to win? Do they have the resources and fortitude to really let you do what you need to do to win? That can be the difference between a great situation and not so great. Welcome to Our thanks to Daniel and Standard. He's terrific. Hey, the extended play of this interview, including items trimmed for time, in the show notes, they're available at brandwithondemand.com. 
And if you would, don't forget to rate us and subscribe in the iTunes store. The better your ratings, the more it helps others find Brandwith On Demand. That's a wrap, Kipper. Hey, here's something to keep in mind. It's all in the casting. As Penn Gillette, that great American poet, once said, in all of art, it's the singer, not the song. The important job of program director is to recruit, develop, and retain talent. It's the most important job of the day, Kipper. Indeed. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. Any reuse or redistribution of Brandwith On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Not your average quarter hour.